You're listening to the Amber Westerwell. <laughs> Welcome to the Emerald Reprobates podcast with myself, Derek. And James. It is episode 58 for any of you out there keeping count. Um, it's also 19 minutes into the Dublin-Longford match. Yeah, well, it's the Dublin match. I don't think Longford have shown up really, to be no. fair. There won't be any, you know, unnecessary pauses in the middle of the game for anything <laughs> amazing happening that's going to blow our minds. That's what somebody will listen to this now next week. Uh, Longford hammered Dublin. Yeah. <laughs> Because we, we turn it off now. We won't watch. Exactly. Um, we saw into the future last week. We did. That we were going to go to a really good Bronx gig. <laughs> and we did. And we're now looking into the past and we went to a really good Bronx gig. Yeah, we went to see the Bronx playing uh, the Academy 2 on Tuesday the 26th in Dublin, Ireland. Um, Just uh, one of the weirdest venues yeah, it's basically that. the seller of a venue that yep. somebody was down in one day, maybe they were running short on kegs, and they yeah, kind of got the, a good the, look around and said, do you know what, I'd say you'd fit a band in here the, that doesn't the, have that, many followers. That alcove over there is definitely a stage. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, when it, it's a quote-unquote stage. Is it even raised? No. Like, it's, even like a foot, or is it floor level? It's not floor level, and it's not a foot. Okay, it's so there's a lip. Maybe six inches. Yeah. Like See, it's it's a medium-sized dick off yeah, the floor. I've played in a couple of places where like that, they were these quote-unquote stages, but you were standing like a foot above everybody yeah. else. So you have a guy at 6'6", six, six and he's the same height as you. Yeah, you're he's probably going to be taller than me. Um, but yeah, but it's, it's a weird venue. Ceiling is probably seven foot if it's yeah. an inch there's lots of crawling around the ceiling by there yeah people get to look like <laughs> spider-man when they're, when they're crowd surfing you can get a, you can get your spider-man yeah. on and feel all brilliant they go spider-man spider-man <laughs> and somebody forgets to carry you and you're on yeah. your back there's a, a one of the larger members of the audience up there and everybody's spider pig spider pig yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, then you get a stare and talking to about the angry doorman yeah there was a doorman who taking his job a little bit too seriously yeah. for a tuesday night 200 people if nobody oh, come on you've been in, including band bar staff and uh, people and, walking past and the opening acts <laughs> yes. and uh, yeah if you count the p- a few people that were in the it's like you know that analogy where they say I think it's in London you're never further than like six foot from a rat but if you count that sort yeah. of you know if you, if you created a bubble around that anybody that was within mm. that bubble you might have 200 people but yeah this guy whenever anybody was crowd surfing and it wasn't often because like I say there's not much room between no. heads and ceiling and there wasn't enough people to be lifting yeah but he was roughhousing young flies out of it like dragging them out to the door but seemingly just to give them like a talk and then, yeah. then let them back in I never saw the point of that no you know, the second guy, he was relieved then by a much cheerier looking bouncer who came in and just kind of stood there, watched. Obviously, it wasn't his first rodeo. He's looking kind of going, you know, yeah. that's not a fight. These kids are, you know, I hate when people use the term dancing. Yeah, it's not. It's far from dancing. You know, I don't like the term moshing because it's a little bit cringy. But yeah. like moshing, I'll take over yeah. dancing. But this crack of calling lads slamming into each other, Slam bouncing around, dancing. It's not dancing. If epileptics having a fit is dancing, yeah. well then maybe it's dancing, but it's not. There's a couple of lads giving it some. Yeah, basically. But um, but he was happy to do. He was content to just watch them. Yeah, and every but, so often. Matt Bronx would appear into the middle of them with his big sweaty arse. Yeah. <laughs> Although I have to say, you know, isn't it weird how when you're talking about the same sound system, more or less the same backline and setup, but the difference between opening acts and how they sound and a band like the Bronx who've been doing it as long as they've been doing it sound. Yeah. From the first note to the first fucking word he screams out to the first beat from the drum, it just all sounds better for it some does. peculiar reason. I really noticed that at a... Uh Antrax last year they come out the first five seconds you know these guys know what they're doing yeah, these are together, this is, this like, is serious tightly. because we caught the tail end of there was two opening acts um, Forrest was a Dublin based well, what was that what's that full handle stairwells well no 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 their their genre should I say oh, their, their twitter write up yeah Dublin based emo melodic hardcore band yeah, I mean, they're up there with the fucking LGBT community now. You've got far too many mm-hmm. sub-genres of music. What happened to rock and roll and pop? You know, and then R&B stuck its head in there, and that was grand. Mm. We had enough. 
But yeah, but emo melodic hardcore. Yeah. But I'm basically, gonna go, I'm gonna go with Lemmy. What would you class Motorhead as? What sort of band? Um, heavy metal. Lemmy says he plays rock and roll. No, that's not rock and roll. Bon Jovi's it's, rock and it's, roll. It's speeded up rock and roll. It's f- yeah, but rock and roll to me was is more you know well in the the true sense of the term you're talking rock and roll to me says 1950s America that was mm. rock and roll. But Lemmy's that old. That's what he's yeah. his is. That's what he listened to. Yeah, but he ain't playing that. It might, that might be what he listened <laughs> in, to. In his drug-addled, alcohol-fueled yeah. head, he is. I know, but it is. It's weird that yeah, when you hear people saying like, "Oh, it's rock and roll" or "it's punk rock." I always like the term "punk rock" because punk would make you think of like the Sex Pistols, and they were just shit, to be honest. So punk rock, I always liked mm. that term. I was, you know, punk rock. That's, yeah. that's what I would say. I, I'd like I listen to punk rock, or and then I'd listen to hardcore. But when you say hardcore, if somebody's going to ask you what sort of music do you listen to, again. The very the notion of the thing hardcore sounds aggressive and, it does. and you're kind of going yeah but it's not this is just the sort of music I listen to but when you say hardcore you nearly you nearly to the person you know won't understand you're nearly holding back on telling them you listen to hardcore like because it sounds hardcore it <laughs> but uh, then you have to try to explain that it's a couple of lumberjacks yes basically yeah, a lot of lot of beard a lot of flannel a lot of calf rubbing and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, so you had stairwells. We cut the end of these. Um, not bad. The only thing that I... And it was, it's something that always bugged me. Maybe it's because I was always very animated when I played. But this static nature of standing on stage and literally looking at your own chord changes. Hmm. If you're not comfortable enough to be playing without watching your own hands or without being able to actually move for sake of breaking your rhythm of playing, then you're not ready yeah. to be playing in front of people. That's annoying. Can't play music, but I can play football. And I don't need to look at my feet to know which way I'm putting the ball. Yeah, you know where your feet are, you know where the ground is, <laughs> and you know you know where your guitar is, you know where your yeah. hand is. And I mean, by ear alone, when you're playing, if you're up or down by a fret, if you are happen to be kind of going a bit fucking mental and you realize you're up a fret or down a fret, it's a very minor adjustment to get yourself back in place, like. But this thing, they, that, that's the only thing that I would say from, the, from what I've seen, because we did only catch about 15, 20 minutes of them, whatever it was. But um, it was a bit static on stage. Yeah, but the, not a lot of stage to be doing anything. No, but well, hey, look at us, Matt Bronkstar. He'll tell you that boy was <laughs> yeah, moving, you know. Well, it was a sick of it all or trash talk. Oh, trash talk. He found the cloakroom <laughs> and everything. That, he was in, the, he was in the lift. <laughs> yeah, this guy, it was in the same venue, but trash talk, um, not a hardcore band, but... He was out giving it some in the stay in the crowd. He was bouncing yeah, around, take, taking tickets at the cloakroom. Yeah, room. he went to go out. Well, he thought it was a door, and ends up locking himself in the cloakroom. But he's got the microphone, and he's still singing. And someone has to let him out, and it was mildly embarrassing to say the least. You know, we're selling t-shirts. Yeah, he, he was on the merch table at one stage. He was pulling pints. He was, this, this boy was multitasking. Let me tell you. But yeah, a but Stereo's, terrible show, but one of the funniest things yeah I've seen. They, they came across very noisy but shout back to the, the, the ones at hand that we did actually oh another goal for Dublin sorry uh, 211 to 6 yeah for anybody <laughs> keeping track um, but those yeah, who don't know they, Gaelic they football that's going to be very confusing yeah fuck it figure it out yourselves yeah they weren't they, they weren't bad I must actually look them up online and maybe have a listen to if they've recorded something see what their, their they have the, their twitter like. says their their debut album is coming out or is out cool then they were they were um, not preceded. What's the opposite of preceded? Uh, followed. Followed. <laughs> followed. <laughs> and you've got to give the name of this band the way they did. It seemed to be something we did comment on this on the night. The one thing you want everybody to leave there with is your name. Yeah. And these guys were just mumbling their name. Yeah, you could hear all the crappy in-jokes your man was talking about, but yeah, not the name. Yeah, this, this was the thing. Um, am I right in pronouncing it? Versive? That's what I'd, I'd say. Yeah, well, Versive. Um, from what I can understand, I, I looked them up just to get the name because I couldn't find it, but these are one of these super group of non-groups. Like, all these lads played in different bands and are now playing in this band. Hence, the complete patchwork quilt of styles up on the stage like not one of them looked like they'd ever hang out together if they weren't up on stage yeah, and there's too many of them there was three of them only in their profile thing that i found there's only three of them but there was five of them on stage that night and their twitter says six piece alternative rock band it says six now that's yeah. okay so there was actually somebody missing was that six on stage no there's four guitarists a drummer and a singer well three guitar one bass yeah. drummer singer yeah so yeah you should have was sorry that's too many guitarists but you 
possibly yeah, by two. Yeah, the sound they were making, yeah, there wasn't nothing going on to say. When Morello can make more noise than that with one guitar. Yeah. But these guys looked like crap for my money. They, Like I said, they didn't look in sync. Now, I'm not saying you have to be like NSYNC and all in the same colour suits are all kind of matching up. But these guys didn't look the same. They didn't look like they had similar interests, tastes. Nothing about them looked rock and roll. Nothing about them looked metal. No, they didn't look like anything. They were a bunch of fucking average Joes in joking between songs that was lost on the crowd but clearly seemed like they were having great fun themselves. And... Cap it all off with musically not bad, but cap it all off with the Out, singer. Outside of the drummer. Hmm? Outside of the drummer. Yeah, the drummer couldn't keep time to save <laughs> his fucking life. He was terrible. But the singer was atrocious. Yeah. And was, I mean, I haven't got a note in my head, so I mean, I'm, I don't really have any grounds to be complaining about singing here, but I'm not up on stage trying to sell this shit to somebody. But I don't know if I'm using the, the correct term here, whether it's the right note or the right key or whatever it is, but whatever note or key or whatever he was singing in was clearly too much of a stretch for him. He he seemed to be struggling with every fucking yeah, song. Yeah, possibly not. He might like that style of music, but not be able to do it. Yeah, because that's the thing. I mean, I love to sing, but I can't <laughs> sing. I can't sing for shit. I literally haven't got a fucking note in my head. Hence, I played in a melodic hardcore band yeah. myself because you could get away with it. <laughs> But no, I can't sing for shit, like, and this guy, this is what often baffles me, like, there's people who can sing, like, Louise has a cousin, um, who just, you know, some people just have it naturally. Yeah, But this, this this kid can sing, like, he's got a he's got a powerful set of lungs on him, but this guy, inversive, could not. No. <laughs> so do not be fronting any fucking bands, get yourself off stage, fucking go down and go shopping together like a bunch of fucking girls on our fucking right cycle and go out to pennies have a tenner each yes kit yourselves out in Ramon's t-shirts and get back on stage but yeah but thankfully that was all then completely overshadowed and blown away by none other than the Bronx uh, really good I hadn't seen them since 07 was the last time mm. I seen them when they played with Cancer Bats and Rise Against I seen them uh Playing Mexican music. Yeah, using the El Mariachi yeah. or El Mariachi, Mariachi El Bronx. Mariachi El Bronx, yeah. But um, no, really good guys. Play a good show. Could have done without the whole stupid shaving a dude's head thing. Yeah. He had a cordless clipper with him for some peculiar reason. Obviously, because he shaves his own head. But he had it with him in his pocket. Takes it out at one point, asks somebody, and of course, there's always going to be some plonker. Elects yeah. themselves. I'm cool. Goes up. And I'm best mates with Matt Bronx. He's um proceeds to shave this guy's head in segments, like between every about second song. He'd bring this guy back up, shave another bit of it, and I just didn't see the point in that. No, it wasn't it was. funny. It wasn't like, you'd they, say, like this could. is a great inclusive uh, thing to do. I remember Green? They used to bring people up and they yeah. play knowledge where you kind of go, okay, for those three people, he's just made their life. But for the rest of us, while well, he's picking it out and they're yeah, getting, it's a bit boring. They're not stage diving off the ambassador balcony. Yeah, it's a bit boring. But then you got um, the Bronx is shaving the guy's head. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck. This guy just gets to get up the next day feeling like a bit of a fucking tool and realize, oh shit, yeah. I let um, some guy shave me fucking yeah, head. But not all of it because the battery went. Yeah, the, no, do you know what it was? I can uh, apply my expertise here. The dude was just getting sweaty and wet hair don't work well through yeah. a clipper. And basically that clipper was just clogging with this guy's hair. That's basically what was happening. It wasn't the battery dying at all. The kid was just too fucking sweaty for his own good. Yeah, but that's also the being in a basement. Yeah, pretty much. There's no room for error. Getting your mosh dance on. Yeah, when you're dancing away like dancing in an enclosed space, you shall get sweaty. It was, it was November 2011. When they seen Mariachi El Bronx. Okay, and it was the right in saying two thousand and seven for yeah, the pre and where that was the academy. No, uh, that uh, place in Temple Bar, music center. Yeah, was it? It was before they changed it. Really? Yeah. So I said I never said that. It was. Wow. Because I don't I have no <laughs> recollection of that being in there. I would have. It was the those three bands and. Uh, most mismatched couple there was a really small girl and a really tall guy standing beside us looked like they were on an early date the, oh, the girl was about maybe four six four seven this dude was over six foot that sounds vaguely familiar yeah that sounds vaguely familiar all right but uh good show anyway yes 
Uh, That'd be a big question. Like, if they can come over and do this, how the fuck are cancer bats and rise against an all touring and not bringing themselves to Ireland? Yeah, clearly it's not going to be their biggest payday, but there's, there's definitely fans there yeah, for it. Particularly rise against who'd play upstairs in that venue and pull in a lot more people. Yeah, I would argue that although it wouldn't be capacity, rise against would easily pull five, six hundred people in there. Mm. Was like, I think that's a thousand, isn't it? Yeah, I think the last time we seen rise against, it was we were we ended up upstairs. In the academy, quite possibly, yeah, we did. It was, it was right that, yeah, it was there. that crowded. Yeah, so yeah, that that'll tell you. But it is. But for some reason, obviously, they don't see it as a payday because I mean, cancer bats are back in America or whatever now, and they didn't come here. They were yeah. in the UK and they didn't come here. And I think Rise Against are playing festivals at the moment, but I don't know if they're going to be touring or not because they have technically have a new album out. It's out a couple of months. Yes. But it's a new album it hasn't been toured, not in Europe anyway. The last time. They were in this neck was we had to go see them. True, yeah, we went to Birmingham, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And there was another gig this week. Uh, uh, Drew I can't remember who was on the point. Was it Neil Diamond? <laughs> no. Um, drew slightly more of a crowd in Slane Castle. Uh, you had the Foo Fighters playing. And Ash. Yeah, they're the only one on the lineup that I possibly would have had any interest in seeing was Ash because mm. I liked Ash. Back, I mean, I remember I would have been young enough and Girl from Mars would have been like their, their mm. hit. And then, like, when they did kind of come into their own, then it was Shining Light and all like that. They were a yeah, decent band. Like, they they were. were. Pretty good band. And I seen them playing uh, Oxygen one year, and they were really good. I seen Foo Fighters at Oxygen, and they were just noise merchants. Now, I'm not a massive Foo Fighters fan. Don't dislike them, but don't like them, you know. I wouldn't turn them off. I wouldn't look for them. But, yeah, they were just... I wouldn't have called them a band to attract the 70 or 80,000 people 70, to 70,000 people, yeah, 70,000 mm. people. Um, preceded by Kaiser Chiefs, yeah. who I'm, I don't particularly know any of their stuff, if I'm honest. Uh, Hosier, who is from. One song, dude, one song, dude. Best of my recollection, he's a jumped up busker who's now kind of made yeah. it into music. He'd won. Yeah, song yeah, that Take Me to Church. Yeah. And then he's, he's still on his fourth album, let's put it this way, and he's opening up for a band in front of 70,000 people. Mm. And then you had Ash. He opened um, up for the dude who drummed for Nirvana. Yeah, but the only That's thing is that yeah, but you got to get away from that now because no, two fighters are together longer than their. No, I'm, I'm saying he's he's a legendary dude, and this. All oh, right, I thought you were playing the, it down. No, the, 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 okay. this guy is a is a busker. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, but yeah, I know it was only when they actually mentioned it, and you you kind of remember when Cobain topped himself now. But two fighters are together twenty years. Mm. Like that's insane. I'd have never said that. I just still mm. consider them like a new band, nearly yeah. like. That's it. Dave Grohl went out and wrote their first album, recorded. Every everything by himself because he can play guitar and, and he, he can drum somewhere. He drums somewhere. Yeah, and if he can play guitar, he can play bass. Yeah. it's that simple. It's kind of the but, port. well uh, enough, enough to get a demo. Yeah, enough at least. exactly. Yeah, enough to put something together because I always remember playing uh, guitar here online with my cousin and he'd play guitar but I played bass. And funny repetitive strumming is something he couldn't do <laughs> because guitar isn't based on that whereas bass would be a lot there's a lot of just repetitive kind of strumming and yeah. finger picking and stuff where he couldn't do that but I could so whenever we'd be having these face off battles he'd always pick some mad technical song and I'd always pick something with ridiculous amount of repetitive <laughs> strumming in it and he'd constantly be just fluffing notes everywhere but um, you gotta be a, if you're the drummer in the Foo Fighters and you mess up and Dave Grohl turns around yeah, he's and looks looking at you, at you. Oh, no. yeah, I always thought that back when they first started kind of going it's like when I go get my hair cut somewhere I'll never tell them I'm a barber because you know then they're just going to get all panicky and start faffing about I'm the same like, I never say I'm a taxi driver and that one time a year I'm in a taxi yeah because you know that all of a sudden they're sitting up straighter in their yeah. seat and they're driving a little bit faster or whatever but yeah Slane, they, I was just they expect looking, a tip off you as well yeah that too I was just looking back though over the the history of Slane and it's been it, been a fairly eclectic mix of people that played some stand out to me as being a little bit more unusual than others it started back in 1981 hasn't ran every year yeah, that was there was at one the point stones? yes uh, at one point though um there was a the biggest gap was a five-year gap between 87 and 92 but then there was going to a year here a year there that wasn't but i'll just give you a quick rundown um 81 tin lizzie uh the opening act there was a bunch of opening acts on it but the very first opening act you was too. u2 so that'll give you an idea. Uh, 82 was the Stones. 83 was U2. Then they've progressed in two years. I mean, that's unheard of in this day and age to be an opening act and two years later you're the main act. Mm. 
Um, Hold your approvals from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he'll fucking no. He'll prove me right that it's yeah. not going to happen in this day and age. Um, he, he's in the crowd with the, with the rest of them in two years. <laughs> yeah, pretty much bumming smokes off, lads. Eighty four, you had Bob Dylan. Eighty five mm. was Springsteen. Eighty six was Queen. Eighty seven was some Bowie cock. Uh, then there was the five year gap brought you up to ninety two, which was Guns and Roses. Ninety three was Would like to see Guns and Roses. Yeah, apparently that was a really that was the last incarnation of the Maz Guns and Roses I, and stuff like that. I seen them with just Axel and they were really good, so yeah. imagine the full coked up lineup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ninety two is Neil Young. That's the one that as that list goes down, Neil Young is the one that stands out to me up until that point as being not particularly rock music. Like Bob Dylan's not really rock music, but he's a guitar player and stuff. Mm. I don't know if Neil Young is or isn't, is. but his he, style of music to me would have been more easy listening kind of stuff. No, Maybe it was considered rock back in no, the early nineties. Still is. I think you might be confusing with someone else. Maybe I am. Oh, I am. Sorry, Neil Young. Yeah, he's that fucking greasy, straight-haired, yeah. long-haired dude. Did a lot with Pearl Jam afterwards. Yeah. Um, did he see that Learning to Fly? Was that Neil Young? Uh, possibly. Okay. Everybody no, yeah. has, now do you song. say that I'm thinking of the right guy yeah no he doesn't stand out to me um, 95 R.E.M. R.E.M. would have liked to see that one that was brilliant oh you were there were you yeah. uh, 98 The Verve again that strikes me as one of those things where they were hot for all of about a minute yeah, and they were put, it was enough to get them in there in the headlining which, slot which band further down your list has all the Verve's money that big Verve song Oh, um, all the rights go to one of the bands you read out there oh really it's that unfinished symphony that one isn't yeah. it um, if it's unfinished symphony just based on the list that's in front of me I'm going to say either Stones or Queen Bit- Stones is it Stones bittersweet yeah. symphony okay um, the next one is the one that out of the whole list stands out to me as being had no well okay I'm looking down for it I'm going to have to keep correcting myself uh, 99 <laughs> was Williams Robbie Williams again <sighs> pop all the way 100% pop yeah. music and given that the dude that Owns this Earl fucking something or something Lord or whatever. Henry Mountbatten. Yeah, that'll do. Um, he was given him the title of Earl though at one point, I think. Uh, Earl Lord Henry. Um, he has said that he would never have somebody like Westlife or whatever boys on play because he wouldn't have manufactured bands. Now, if I'm not mistaken, okay, Robbie Williams is a solo act. Hmm. Is only an extension of Robbie Williams of Take That. Yeah. He is not yes. Robbie Williams without Take That. So therefore, he's pop music. He co- he is derived from a manufactured bands. So I think your man was kind of bending the rules a little there, if you ask me. Well, Robbie wrote one song, and it was he had somebody with a guitar, and that counts. Possibly. Um, two thousand was Brian Adams. I can't believe he was still big enough in two thousand yeah. to play that. That's that that stood out to me as been a little bit. Oh, but um, in two thousand and one. You had two gigs, oh, two separate days, two separate gigs. It wasn't like a festival, but it was U2 boat nights. they done two nights. In 2002, you had Stereophonics. 2003, the Red Hot Chili yeah, the Peppers. Stereophonics. Another, again, yeah. Brian Adams. Yes, style. I would have never put them that big. No. They were big. Few people knew who they were. But it's like um, the script playing... Crow Park yeah. I'd have never in a million I, I actually made a comment saying that that gig will be cancelled because they're not going to sell enough tickets and the fucking thing sold out in minutes so what the fuck do I know yeah, but, well, people like Hosier as well yeah supposedly um, 2003 was Red Hot Chili Peppers 2004 Madonna yeah. again yeah completely <laughs> out of sync with the rest of the list 2006 a thing called Celtic Woman don't know, it was some show type thing that was put on that year. It was the only thing, no opening acts, nothing. No, just I, this thing Celtic I can't imagine 70,000 people. Well, I don't know because don't it, that it says that it has ranged from 70,000 to 110,000 at this. So, um, zero 07, we are back to the Stones. Zero 09, Oasis. That's another one. Zero 09, Oasis. Mm. I'm taught they're well past their yeah, prime at that stage. 97 would have been the time. Now to you're see talking them. late 90s at best. Um, 2011, Kings of Leon. 2013, uh, again, they've done two gigs this year, but they were separated by a month or so. It was the Jovi and then Eminem. And then. Oh, that, twen- that, going back to Oasis, that was the, the year we went to see ACDC a week later mm-hmm. down in Punchestown. Yeah. And that would have been more suited. Mm. But the, the two shows were. 
among the biggest piss ups in Ireland. Like there's people hammered. Yeah, that AC DC was an eye opener for Oasis me. was meant to be worse. Yeah, that AC DC was a big eye opener for me. I thought we were going to attract this older, more mature crowd because yeah. at this stage I'm 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 about at the end of me tether with outdoor festivals and gigs. I'm sick of it. And then you and Darren were going along. Remember, Darren was over for the weekend. You were crashing over at my place. And the two of you were going. And I literally bought a ticket on the Friday. Yeah. And the gig was the Sunday. I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll go down with you. And I remember being so disappointed with... I thought it would have drew a much more mature crowd. But it didn't. It still attracted the same young piss heads. Um, Old piss heads. And then there was that older crowd that were just like a dog off a leash. Mm. I'm still cool. Broke out the old fucking denim jacket and the earring with the cross yeah. on it. They were literally after like... After I saw me patch on. I haven't had a fucking night out in years and now I'm like a fucking lunatic. Mm. But, I mean, we've seen guys like walking over to piss up against the wall and falling down into puddles of pissy muck, getting up and hugging each other. I've seen some dude in his... 50s maybe 60s fall into a pile of bin bags at the back of the abracadabra truck seeing some girl come over and just squat down and piss beside all the fellas yeah, and one of those fellas was darren <laughs> it was a horrible gig for the people who are at it yeah acdc as a non-acdc fan were amazing they were fucking yeah. those, again you hear that they, the, those they know what they're tight. doing they know what they're fucking doing well yeah it brings up to 2015 being foo fighters but um can i cast your memory back slightly to 2013 the gig with the year with two gigs which I'm sure there's at least one person wishes there wasn't the second gig which was Eminem and that is uh, do you recall Slain Girl yes <laughs> can't believe it was two years ago but uh, in case this girl is off her meds and not feeling like topping herself and maybe she's had to laugh about it now uh, the Wikipedia puts it down as 17 year old schoolgirl from west of Ireland fellating two men in public <laughs> basically in the beautiful digital age we live in now, this girl was too dumb to realise that people have cameras and she was sucking lads off um, at slaying, middle of the day. I don't, it didn't even look like it was that night. It was, I mean, it's bright out. It's middle of the day and she's blowing two lads. Not, not together. It's not like some... She's not having a tug of war between two guys. Like She's like, but basically sucking off two lads and course it ends up all over fucking social media this girl ends up having to be sedated because i'm put on suicide well obviously i don't have to put somebody on suicide while she was sedated but well, that was you make their choices yeah like you gotta live with them um i'm then, sure we could have been the fellas in that video at the radius machine because that chick who turned it across that ground to grab me in a rear naked choke she would have been up for anything oh uh, yeah well, uh, that was that oxygen was it or it was radius machine what yeah, oxygen. possibly oxygen. Yeah, it was oxygen. Yeah, um, yeah. But this girl ended up on suicide watch, and Facebook and Twitter and all all got a thing put to them where they took down to stop the spread of the content. They took it all down, and they uh, were banning accounts of anybody that shared it and stuff like that. It was it was it was crazy. All about just some dumb chick who sucked off a couple of lads. Yeah. I mean, not the first, won't be the last. Definitely not. The only thing that that uh, it's like I always say about even. People talking about ISIS and people talking about like you know these different terrorist groups and shit that's going on. War isn't new. Murder's not new. Mm. Rape's not new. Birds filleting two lads in a field is not new. Mm. Mobile phones with cameras on them are new. The internet mm. is new. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram—they're all new, and that's all that's wrong. Do we have any of them? Uh, we have plenty of them. We have Instagram. It's ERP official. On Twitter, it's at ERP official. Facebook, it's just Emerald Reprobates Podcast. We are on Google Plus. Find us if you can, if you use it. I don't know. I know that General Bastard uses it. Yes. Uh, anybody else? I think he, him no. and us are the only ones in the world. We are and on IMDb. Other than that, I'll get there. Other than that, <laughs> we are on the World Wide Web at emeraldreprobates.com. We also have accounts and movie lists on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDB and on none of those places are you blowing two guys no I am not <laughs> fellating anybody in any of those places um, well we're talking about IMDB and all we have lists and films and all there it's all good you can look at it and this week's film because it is that time people the movie box of doom this week's film was Highlander 3 the Sorcerer and if I may I should like to quote some William Shakespeare What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. 
because apparently this film had an identity crisis. It was known as Highlander 3 The Sorcerer, Highlander 3 The Magician, Highlander 3 The Final Dimension, Highlander 3 The Final Conflict, Highlander Final Dimension. I think it was got more, it was like they were trying to dupe people into Whenever anybody'd hear anything bad about The Sorcerer, they'd rename it. But this film had more names. Than, 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 films. Than, than actors within <laughs> yeah. it. It was, it was crazy. It, it should have just gone by Highlander 3, The Suckening. Ah, no. I, it was 1994, anyway. Uh, had a budget of 26 million. Which, so, for so, 90... Somebody, somebody stole 20 million. Yeah, for 94, yeah. There's a lot of money <laughs> un- unaccounted for there. Had a box office of a mere 12.3. Good. Um, Rotten Tomatoes critics gave a 5%. Users were slightly more forgiving with 29%. I personally didn't hate this film. I did, it was terrible. Oh, it's not great. Look, don't get me wrong. It's not a great movie, but in the pedigree of some of the films we've watched, yeah, it's not the worst. bad. Yeah, I, I know this is a mid-90s movie, but I gotta, I gotta call it, like, you know, it's, it's your classic 80s movie, if you will. Like, you know, it's fuck all in the way of script, kind of bad action <laughs> scenes, but ultimately... You know, it's not that offensive to watch. You'll sit down and it's just, it is what it is. It's there, you watch it. But it did, it brought, a, it seemed to just give me nothing but questions as I was watching it. I'm watching it and... Well, see, can I answer them? Yes, yeah, see if you can. Um, okay. For a start, I don't know if they ever explained this in any of them. How is there only two of them left? The, they, the thing called The Gathering in one of the other films where they, they had kind of a Highlander battle royal and there was only... Okay, uh, but are, are they not making Highlanders anymore? Apparently not. Because, you know, I don't think they ever explained what makes you a Highlander. You're obviously just born that way. Yes. But why isn't anybody else being Q born that Lady way? Q, Lady Gaga song. Hmm? Q, Lady Gaga yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, just put it in over there. Um, yeah, but, like, is there no more Highlanders being born? No, apparently not. Okay. They're all trapped in caves But <laughs> Okay, so this, this leads me to go, okay, so then... I can't understand how how you can ever only have two left. Why are there not more being born? Blah blah blah. Okay, that confused me. Then they mentioned several times, you know, quote unquote, the prize. Like there can be only one, and you get the prize. What did McLeod think the prize was? Because he clearly got nothing. No. Because there was a guy still alive in a cave. So how could he have ever the, 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 taught? Those three of them. Three guys. Well, okay. yeah, there's technically four left walking the earth. So, my point being is, what did he okay. think the And quote, three of them are not walking very far, walking around in a big circle. Yeah, but what did he think the prize was? I don't know. Because he obviously didn't get anything mm. when he done whatever he'd done mm. in part two, which made him think he was the only one. But I think the timeline goes, this is a different variation of the second film. Yeah, because I think they didn't like the tone or whatever of the second the, film. Or kind of, the tone of this one, keep renaming it. Yeah, but they felt that this one followed on from the first one mm. better. Um, mm. Another thing then was uh, the fucking Mario Van Peebles. Highlander. I mean, what was wrong with his voice? It's not like know. a bad Christian Bale, Bane-ish type the, thing for the, the whole film. Touch of Tom Hardy. <laughs> touch of Tom Hardy about it for sure. But this guy spent... I don't know how many years it's meant to be. I don't know because at what point did he find Highlander and Kung Fu in the cave and then get blocked in? It was 400 years. 400 they said, years. They said okay. that. We've been in this cave for 400 years. We still look as good as we did. I'm not we even going to question the fact that their hair hasn't grown, okay? Or say starved to death. Well, they're immortal, so yeah. I'll, I'll give it that they don't have the same digestive system. I'm going to even give you that. But we've seen McLeod has had long hair in the past. He now has short hair. His hair obviously grows. They, these had, guys, they had swords, they cut their own hair. These guys, yeah, okay, maybe that's why fucking Van Peebles had this bogey fringe. With, yeah. But <laughs> um, One of his mates is hacking his hair off with a sword. Hold still, Mario. But my biggest question was, she gets a fax, and he reads the fax. Yes. And then he's able to drive a car. Yeah. It made no sense. At what point did he learn to do these things? He wouldn't have even known what a car was. Yeah. He'd been trapped for 400 years, but... He makes an illusion of an aeroplane yeah. while he's driving the car. He doesn't know what an aeroplane is. And at one stage he says, this is the 90s. Is it the 1690s or the 1990s? Yeah. How long has he been counting? Has he actually been scrawling <laughs> little, you know, four lines and a line through it? Like, but... That was, it was bits like that where, like, but films back then, like I say, I, I would call them 80s movies, you know. Yeah. Even films now, a lot of films make no sense. 
But that really makes no sense. I mean, at these films now, they nearly try and get too clever for their own good and trip themselves up. But they wouldn't leave something like that unaddressed, where it's just like, this guy comes out of a cave, isn't freaked out by the fact that he's now in the middle of some fucking lab that's built above a cave. Isn't doesn't seem to be completely out of joint about anything that's around no. him. He seems to be just fine with this. When he was riding around on a horse burning mud huts a yeah, day or two earlier <laughs> before he was freed or, or locked up and then freed. So did what? Did he just sit there meditating, contemplating cars and aeroplanes yes. and whatnot? They were inventing. Yeah, but yeah. Fucking Da Vinci himself was there. Uh, was there with them. And what was with the the constant slow mo's, particularly uh, the the dude who got beheaded in the laundry? He's sword fighting his way through the the laundry through the, through the clothes. Yeah, there was a touch of Hopper, Dennis Hopper, in Texas Chainsaw <laughs> yeah. Massacre too. Like inexplicably waving his yeah. sword between yeah. sheets. The Highlander's there. He's coming. He's getting closer. He's four rows of towels away. Yeah, he's got at least a double duvet and a towel to get through. I have a couple of minutes. Yeah. Oh, he's stuck in some knickers. But um, yeah, and it, it was one of those things that again they hide it better in films now, but they usually will show you the means of somebody's death early mm. in a film or the means of his escape early in a film mm. and in this they showed you the whole weird I'm going to roll around you pulling your sword off you and yes. they'll be capitating you you got to see him learn that move earlier on and then this is what he does on this dude and you get the ultra slow-mo for that and it's not even an impressive move like, he's no. gonna like really that was it and then that brings you then to actually the main bad guy's fucking death like Van Peebles death you, you don't even actually see him be beheaded like you just yeah. see his head fall off, yeah. and you have to assume one of those flailing <laughs> strikes of the sword chopped it, like, yeah. and his uh, condom chewing gum rolled out. <laughs> oh yeah, that was just a bit fucking get himself some lady boy action, yeah. and he's using it because again, they didn't have chewing gum when he was in China, yeah. so it's not as if or the, plastic. Yeah, it's <laughs> not as if the joke was he understood chewing gum and then thought this was chewing gum. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have known what that was at all. Let alone put it in his mouth and start eating yeah. it. Like. like It's as likely that he'd put it on his dick than in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. Exactly. You know, it, it, again, it was just one of those things where just so much of it made no sense. But again, it didn't take from it. It just added to its silliness. And again, like I said, I didn't hate it. It was what it was. It's, it's well, a mid-90s bad, bad action uh, film. Mid-90s, 1994 action films. Okay. Speed. Ever. True Lies. That's a good movie. Uh, the profes- Professional, or Leon, whatever one you want to yeah, call Leon, it. Yeah, Leon, yeah, great movie. Natural Born Killers. Haven't seen it in a long time. I'm afraid to go back to it because I remember it being a great movie. Mm. Clear and Present Danger. Never seen it. Harrison Ford? Yeah. Plays the president or something, is it? No, he's, uh, it's one of the Tom oh, Clancy's. No, it's thing. the one after that. Okay. Uh, Clerks. Not really an action film. No. The Crow. Very good film. Again, of of its generation of comic book movies, very good. The Chase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, you see, that's which, which, which so they weren't all good. They which 94 film would you watch again, The Chase or Highlander? Uh, Highlander. Oh, you got to go with The Chase all the way. Really? You're, you're yeah. gay for The Chase, you really are. You just... You don't seem to hate it as much as I did. Uh, that, that was the or epitome of a pointless bad film. The Getaway. I like Baldwin doing what Charlie Sheen did in the chase. Oh, oh, we got to get that out of the box. Never seen it. But yeah, I mean, want to rate it? How would you put it up there? Right? I mean, it's, it's a... Uh, two. I'd go four, so we call it three. Right? Mag, chalk it up. Three out of ten. Okay, give that box. Who's up? You, yeah? Yeah. Shake that bitch up. God, the eyes roll. There's a dirty sigh. Come on, out with it. This is dead air. Uh, yeah, it's dead air. I've got to find out who's in it. Give me a clue. Well, tell me and see if I know. Nah, don't give me the clues because I never guess it right. I thought if we figured out anything when Darren was over, we were doing those quizzes, is that I can't guess shit under pressure. Crap, wrong one. Okay, the late seventies. John Travolta. Olivia Newton-John. Greece. Two. They're not in Greece too. No, I don't know who's in Greece too. I don't think anybody's in Greece too. I've never seen it. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken... Uh, I oh, Michelle Pfeiffer's in Greece too. Is she? She is. Okay. Greece 1's classic though. It's not Greece 1 though. No, but 
but Grease 1 is I'm not a fan of musicals but there's certain films that nearly they're so entertaining they don't fall into the musical category and Grease 1 was it because I think it fell into my love of the whole 1950s Americana type thing but Grease 2 if I'm not mistaken I think it's based more around motorbikes it than is. cars and it's a film I've seen so many times I could get away with not watching it why have you my seen sisters, <laughs> my sisters loved this this was oh well then you just got yourself their, a pass didn't they're you they're only uh, video they had in the mid 90s oh okay or early 90s so I'd know I wouldn't know them off my heart but if you, if you start doing the songs I, I'd probably fill you in all the words <laughs> yeah, well, I ain't gonna start doing any songs we've already established I can't yeah. sing for shit uh, okay so 1979 Oh, 1982, 70, the, oh. the other one was in the 70s. Okay, so 1982 is yes. Grease 2. With Brilliant. Michelle Pfeiffer and Maxwell Caulfield. Right, so check back next week to see how we get on with that. And Sid Caesar. That nugget of gold right there. Um, okay, that's movies. So I Because I didn't watch anything else this mm. week, did you? I didn't get a chance uh, to. No. Are we going to see Entourage? Yes. I think that's a that's week next away. week, yeah. yeah. I think it's 4th of June, something like that, so... Oh, Are we going to see The Rock fight an earthquake? I don't know. I'm hearing mixed reports about it. Most of them not good. But it definitely reeks of big screen. The Rock laying the people's elbow down on, and on causing the earthquake. And, <laughs> on tsunamis and shit. Yeah, he, he people's elbow to fucking a, a lilo out at sea and yeah. caused the tsunami. Um, yeah, definitely kind of seems like it was one of those films that you'd want to see on the big screen. So. I want to see the, the Rock abandoning thousands of people just to save his wife and kid. Oh, is that the storyline? Oh, it is in all these films. Oh, okay. All I know is he kind of seems to look like he's flying helicopters and some sort he is, of he's, he's emergency a, services. He's the guy who pulls people who get stuck on rocks and things like that. He's Winch, the winchman, something like that? He's the pilot. Okay. <laughs> the winchman's the yes. guy actually pulling people. He's just keeping the thing in the air. He's, he's maverick, not goose. Okay, fair enough. I, uh, I went to a christening yesterday. Oh, very nice. And uh, this in the bag beside me. Oh, exhibit A. Exhibit A. Is one of the presents that was giving given to my nephew. Right. I want you to open it. Godson or nephew? Both. Okay. You got the honours. Uh, come on, throw this. Okay. Here we go. I've just been throwing a, a bag. Gonna get an all descriptive on you here now. It's a bag with a present. It's a bag with a present. Okay, hang on. Pulling it out. There's right. some wrapping paper. It's obviously been opened. Yep. Okay. Close. 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 Okay. Give us some nose. Oh, give, give it some nose. Yeah. Okay, hang on. Oh. Wow. Um, that's a lot of lung cancer. That's uh, <laughs> fucking smells like these clothes were stored in a, um, a humidor. Yeah. Tobacconists of some sort, I don't know. Jesus Christ. These were given to my nephew by my aunt, who wow. 40 to 60 a day habit. The house, that's what the house smells this, like. Yeah, I was going to say, this must be what she smells like. You yeah. know, this is just oozing out of her pores. Yeah. The fact that I'd say the money she paid for these with smelt like that. That is disgusting. It is. That is. And I don't know why I got in for another whiff as if I needed it. But yeah, that's... You that's why these are in Yeah, actually, I'll put them back in the bag. Hang yeah. on. <laughs> these are in my house. Not, not with the baby in, in his house. But these are being possibly thrown out. I doubt they're going to be washed and restored. Yeah, for the sake of a couple of fucking pennies rig outs, it's pretty... Mm. You know, it, it's not the point. I'm not putting down what the gift is. Children's clothes are cheap, but probably a fucking tenner's worth of pennies outfits like yeah. you're not even going to bother the washing powder on them like just fucking get them down to the local Vinny or something like that get them into yeah. a charity well, shop I wouldn't even give them to the Vinny in, in that condition they got to smell them yeah. like, like yeah. He, I'd washed them before I gave them to the fucking Vinny use them to clean your car or something like that if you're changing yeah. the oil or something like that put them down as uh, spill mats um, that's disgusting it is what's wrong with people I don't know because if you smoke you got to understand you smell like smoke you have to know that but do you like is your sense well, of smell I fart, and taste? I know he's fucking farted. Like, but so. is your sense of smell and taste gone? Um, well, no, they definitely can't smell the smoke themselves. But you have to be physically aware that cigarettes smell. There yeah. has to have been a time in your life where you knew cigarette smoke smelled, and that that's quite possibly what you smell of. I know if you're smoking, what do you say, forty a day? Forty to sixty. Yeah, you know what I mean. You got to understand that you're walking through a haze of smoke in your house for yeah. fuck's sake. It looks like somebody, you know, like you're working in a, a big fucking steam kitchen or something like that. Like, you know, somebody's <laughs> opened a dishwasher in the pub and you get that waft of smoke <laughs> steam coming up. Like, that's it. I rarely go into the house anymore, but when I did, you'd leave the front door open an extra as long as you could. Yeah, to try and just get, let get, a waft get of air come in. Yeah, it's disgusting. And I mean, I'm not an anti smoker. 
But it is with shit like mm. that's just fucking disgusting. Yeah. There's no and need for a lot of time. I don't know if it's just me, but have a feel of the bag as well. There's a kind of a coating or a film that's not plastic on it. It's kind of a. It could be just me. Well, I'm. I. I. I I kind of nearly get what you're saying. I, I feel the bag almost feels a little waxy nearly, but yeah. it doesn't look like it's the first use of the bag. So the bag could be lying around. Yeah. You don't know how many I've, times. I have bags outside that don't, that aren't like that. Yeah, I don't know. I Dirty. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say there's a, a single white surface in our house. I say mm. everything's magnolia or fucking coffee coloured at this stage. Yeah. When somebody talks, I always remember buying a car. Oh, first car I ever bought, actually, a little Peugeot 106. And like that, you know, you're all the business about it when you get a new car. And I went down and I was cleaning and I was, you know, a thing you call it, valeting or detailing, whatever you want to call it, the inside. And I got like a basin of hot suds water and a little nail brush. I was kind of cleaning around all the material parts and there was a, there was a part that I seen was stained. So I kind of cleaned it. And I thought that the, the interior was kind of a, a beigey colour. And it wasn't. It turns out it should have actually been Pink. like... It was light grey. Kind of, it was kind of a greyish colour. And it was only when I started cleaning it. it was oh, no. I've got to do the whole thing. Uh, well, no, I was kind of happy to because then the car like, looked really spruced when I was finished. Like, But it was like that. It was somebody was smoking in that car yeah. to the point of where all the interior material looked was, like a, was yellowed. A guy's fingers who'd been smoking. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, it is. It's one of those things that you can't kind of wrap your head around. Like, If you're going to be given presents and all, you have mm. to understand that that's potentially... At least, at least buy a bottle of fucking Febreze or some shit and spray it before yeah. you wrap it. I'm going to go, yeah, well, at least now it's going to smell like smoky flowers instead of just smoke. It is. I have a more weird christening-related oh, information. You invite, you're having a christening, you invite some people to it. Kind of uh, kind of the older, relation-y people. Mm. And you're sitting around a the table, there's, a, there's some food and some drinks happening. And you ask them, what would you like to drink? And they say... Yeah, there's three tap waters, please. There, like you, you have a hotel there. Like you're meant to be providing a couple of quid into the hotel. That's what they you're in there for. Right. And these people are there get us some tap waters. Uh, I'd say get them yourself. You know, I don't know. It's yeah. It's I would be of the mind, and I don't know if it's a weird peer pressure thing when you're out. Um, like, like you know, if if somebody goes to charge them, you know, you you nearly. If you think that even if you think they're charging over the odds, depending on the situation, you nearly probably wouldn't say it. Depending on how much over the odds they're charging, it was like when we were away on holidays, we were dragged into one of the pubs by one of the reps, and your mum was like, "Yeah, I'll get you uh, two drinks for six quid or something like that." And I was we were like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever, grand." We were going to go in anyway, and then I get up and I order two drinks, and the one charges me twelve euros, and then kind of on one hand, I'm saying to myself, "Well, that's not two for six. She's clearly charged me six quid each." Yes. But I'm kind of going, well, right, you know, I'm on holidays, I've been getting nothing but cheap drink the, the, the whole duration I've been here. Am I really going to quiz this fucking halfway behind the bar with thumping music in our ear over the yes. fact that I'm not going to get two for six, like, you know, and I didn't. There's, there's just certain times when, like the likes of that, asking for tap water, there's an yeah. awkwardness to go up. If I'm out, yeah. I would and sooner buy a bottle of water. And somebody's offering to get you drinks and you're there. Get us tap water. Yeah. yeah. Well, that could fall into the fact that you don't be see the, seem to be the guy ordering double vodkas when you're yeah. drinking tap water when it's your round. That could be that, that it's just consistency, so I wouldn't fault them for that. But I would be more, like I said, I would nearly be embarrassed. Whatever mm. if you're sitting down in a restaurant and you're ordering food and you're maybe ordering some drinks, but I, I don't like to drink when I'm eating. So uh, you would, you'd say, maybe could I get a jug of water or something like that? That's different. Yeah. But to walk up and specifically say, can I have three glasses of tap water? Mm. It's just a little bit... It'd be, I'd be embarrassed to do that, quite honest. Yeah. And then they're sitting beside the couple who buy a Diet 7-Up and a Diet Coke and they're breaking out the bottle of Bacardi under the table. Yeah, funny. Louise only, um, Louise's cousin had a bit of a, a tortillate slash going away get-together there on Friday evening. Um, I was up for work the next day and was watching the kids so and, I didn't go around and are incredibly unsociable yes but mainly because I was in work and watching the kids but Louise's ma had um, was had a bottle of wine or two picked up for her and she was going to bring them around and that's what Louise said she goes ma you, you can't do that she said like we drink there this pub was like a local that they mm. would drink in and she said, you can't do it. She said, we drink there. She said, like, you know what I mean? If you're seen doing that, like, you know, we can't go back in there then. Like, and, you know, because, A, even though it's not them doing it, it's their mother and clearly with yeah. them. 
you know so Damien will drink there John will drink there and that's what Louise said she goes you don't like the paddocks which would be the opposing pub that you could potentially yeah, so you'd like, be stuck you know, there yeah why would you do that and so then Damien kind of reiterated he said the same thing to her then when it was kind of said or kind of put to him he mm. was going to like yeah you, you can't fucking bring around yeah. a bottle of wine there's my sister and her boyfriend are after booking this place they're, they're paying for yeah, food yeah it's their they're, name they're that's on it DJ, and all yeah. and if these people are caught like the tap water is, in my eyes is bad enough like order one drink that's all you need to do yeah you don't sit there with a, a bunch of water in front of you yeah and you're and not pouring drinks from under the table they got there and now I'm not against the whole if you're drinking vodka or Bacardi mm. bringing it like say take a wedding scenario or something like that I'm not I have to say I'm not against it because I think hotels charge extortionate prices at the best of times and all but there are certain functions and like that christening to me would be too low key and too low number of an event yeah. to pull something like There's that 40 but 40 people in the room yeah if you're talking about a wedding where you're looking at maybe 150 people there buying drink you've already paid for the room you've mm. already paid for food like you, you've paid for 50 quid a head for, yes, for 80 dinners and, and possibly 50 of those people have booked rooms in that hotel mm. like, there's a lot of money already put in in a situation like that I have zero objection because like I said they are charging you extortionate money as it is and you're already going to pay extortionate money for the coke to go with your sup of vodka or something but yeah to show up just to an event at a pub or just to a, a small gathering like that yeah. and think that it's okay to break out a bottle under the table no again I think it's 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 just that it's cheap mm, it and is. I've not like I said I, it's not that I have a problem with that doing that but there's a situation where that's right because then it turns out that then when they got there uh, Louise's cousin turned around and she was up at the bar and she like that turned around and ordered <laughs> oh my god sorry the Dublin are just scoring goals for fun now um, 419 to 9 points but she um, 20 minutes to go she ordered went up and her and her ma were there and she went up and ordered uh, like say two glasses of coke or something and Louise said to her, oh you're not drinking she said oh yeah just not his Mm. and like that they had a bottle of uh, yeah, vodka with them nod wink great laugh yeah they had a bottle of vodka with them and that's what Louise was kind of saying to her. she said, can't do that and they went back and Louise actually pointed out where she said there's a fucking camera right there she said there's a camera above this mm. table like looking at you you know what I mean she said do you think that they don't know you're doing that like you know what I mean or if they maybe look back or something like that because for whatever reason if they look over it and stuff yeah and but, the, you might get away with it the, f- the first time but if you're constantly buying uh, minerals and then, yeah, and then you're, you're clearly showing up. hammered yeah because the barman what you forget is exactly the barman is sober and in that small mm. enclosure like I say again at a wedding he's not going to remember you coming up because yeah. like, let's say for instance me and Louise are I, I smuggle a bottle of vodka into a wedding and then we're sitting there but let's say Louise's mum is there as well and so when I'm going up the bar I may be getting uh a, a pint for a ma or something like that and two cokes or something so the barman doesn't know who's drinking what well, all he knows is you're mm. buying drinks so he's not paying attention, but when you're walking up, two cokes, please, two cokes, two, two, two cokes, please. Yeah, getting worse with each fucking order, two, like two vodka and cokes. Oh no, 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 vodka, no, no, vodka. no, no, just, just two cokes, yeah, no, and leave a bit of space in the glass, yeah. like, you know. But this is the thing. I'll, I'll pour them myself, and your man's has the to the brim with ice and coke. Yeah, I would be of the mind that, you know, if money's tight, and you know this is your way of kind of saving a few quid because you don't go. Mm. Or go and just drink the Cokes. If you can afford Coke and that's all you think you can afford, just yeah. drink the Coke. Like, like for me, uh, with the, I don't drink. Yeah. And I can get a blackcurrant from 50 cent to one one. Yeah, it depends on where you are. It's sometimes free. Yeah. Or I can get a Rock Shandy for five to seven euro, depending yeah. on how much money I have in my pocket and what I feel like spending. Yeah. Like, it doesn't particularly matter what, what I'm drinking because I... It's just to have something in yeah. front of you. Yeah, it's just that habitual thing of picking up a glass it and is. taking a sup. But that's what I would be of the mind of because especially in most pubs, this pub would be suburban as opposed to urban like. But you're still looking at, he's probably still charging about three quid for a mineral. Yeah. Thereabouts. It's generally 270. Yeah, so call it three quid. We just round up for three quid and we call a pint a fiver. So how many minerals are you going to buy? Because a mineral isn't as large a qual- quantity as a pint. You are getting mm. a pint if you want to be- order beer. Yeah. So and for that extra two quid, order a beer and just sip it. So you're seen to be sitting there drinking. If times are hard but you want to be at that event, do that. Don't do the scabby yeah. thing of bringing in your own bottle league and then ordering his minerals. It's uh, Again, it is. It's just one of those weird things where... Uh, it was a custom back in the 80s when nobody had a job and 
you couldn't you couldn't really afford it. There was a huge recession in the country, and people just carried it on. Yeah. And then they had an excuse when the recession when came, happened. Better. Happened a few years ago. Yeah, to, to reinstate yeah. this as it's something that yeah, was we don't done. have to spend money. Yeah, because funny, her cousin then did turn around and not in the same breath, but then they were talking and something came up about we had just paid the um, registration fees for the girls for school for next year because Molly is starting primary school. And her cousin kind of laughed it off and kind of just, sure, I'm still paying last year's. It's, it's no surprise these things come up. And you're kind of going, well, hang on, two things. One is her daughter is in Irish dancing and she's going around bragging about how I think the dress and all this sort of shit cost a thousand quid, mm. but you haven't paid your child's tuition fees. Yeah, some things don't matter. You know what I mean? Uh, and that, those sort of people disgust me because mm. whatever about skimping on one thing, but when you're buying luxuries if you will, you know, for want of better yeah. terms, you're buying luxuries, but you haven't paid for the essentials. That's it. it's like heading to the shop and buying chocolate biscuits and no cereal for the breakfast. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, or eating a takeout, but there's like there's no yeah. milk and bread you, in the house. You could rock down to Aldi and fill your fill your fridge for the week for yeah. what you spend on the takeout. For for the price of a fucking takeout, exactly. Yeah, if you're you know you could, but but those sort of people, like I say, it is they've a weird way of going on, a weird mm. kind of take on life, and it, it just. I never understood it personally, but sure, it's not for me to understand, I no. suppose, because a lot of people have probably take my mentality and my way yes. of thinking as being weird, but... It is. Do you want a, another weird scenario, or do you want some amusing screech being arrested news? Oh, saved by the bell. Save my bell, good man. <laughs> screech, huh? Screech. Wasn't he on like one of those celebrity shows or something? Oh, or no doubt. A while ago, like your possibly celebrity big brother or... I'm a celebrity get me out of here or something along those lines mm-hmm. what's his real name Dustin Diamond is that his real name yeah really yeah. or is that like his Hollywood name Not possibly but that's that's what he, he goes as that's what he's in here being a that's like a porn star or a wrestler or something <laughs> Dustin Diamond he wrestles for Irish whip there you go yeah yeah they they, they love their alliteration <laughs> those boys is that still going uh, I don't see any posters around town so yeah I'd say possibly no. not they Irish. don't get any uh pay off from Seamus yeah. he's big time any royalties <laughs> but uh, go on give us some uh, Dustin Diamond news uh, convicted of uh, two charges stemming from a fight in a bar on Christmas Day Christmas Day a bar's yeah. even open on Christmas Day it's America okay <laughs> was um, this am I right in saying I don't know how long ago this was but Am I really saying that I heard that he stabbed somebody at one point? Yeah, this this is it. Was he, that, he, this fight it was? He took out a pocket knife to kind of keep people away from whatever was happening in the bar, and he ended up stabbing somebody. Okay, yeah, because uh, I do recall, this, mu- this must be old, is it? Uh, or has he just been sentenced? He's just been sentenced. Okay, because I, I think it was re- last Christmas. I recall, I would nearly argue last Christmas 12 months or something, because I think I recall I don't it. keep that unless big on screen. Unless he stabbed somebody before, <laughs> like, I don't know. Possibly. But I'm sure I did. Uh, they heard that a long time ago. But go on, anyhow. Uh, he hasn't been sentenced yet. He's just been convicted. He could... Oh. 90 days in prison or nine months for the weapons charge. That all? Yes. 90 days for stabbing somebody? Uh, no, 90 days for the... Nine months for the the thing with the knife and 90 days for the second charge. Okay, so 90 days being three months, so you're looking at... 12 months or a year yeah probably be lucky to see you go into some cushy minimum security day centre yeah, right. probably serve four months for some large gang member won't have a go of screech yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly passing screech yeah. around like a fucking <laughs> two-bell hooker yeah <laughs> fucking hell you can imagine that the, yeah I got your Slater right here bitch <laughs> you know there's a gang yeah. fight the day before so you guys go first with screech with screech yeah before he's, he's, he's widened <laughs> Um, yeah, because there was a skit done on who? What is it? I think it might have been Kimmel, possibly Jimmy. Uh, I think no, it was not Jimmy Kimmel. Fallon. Uh, Fallon, yes, Jimmy Fallon. He done a skit there only a while back where it was like he inserted himself in <laughs> a Saved by the Bell thing, and they all looked the same. Man, it is Bar Mister. I, I think we did t- talk about this. Mm. He looks like he had his former self, but the rest of them made some deal with the devil because shit, they look exactly like they did, and what had to have been maybe early mid nineties. Yeah, you know what I mean. That 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 show was big though. 
there was there was talk of them possibly putting like a reunion episode together, you know, as as you as you do. The bus screech out of jail. Yeah, that's what I got because yeah, he was the only one that wasn't. Oh no, actually, his uh, opposite number wasn't there the, either. Uh, the the black girl Lisa. Yes, uh, I can't remember what the deal was with her or where she was or whatever, but um, probably convicted as well. She was his, <laughs> she was his wingman at it. Like she was, she was holding yeah. the person as he was shanking them. Good old screech, fucking. You gotta imagine though that the fall from grace it must be for people like that. Like back in the day, very young, super successful, kind of pre-internet success. Like so, that was real success yeah. back then. To then be fucking Joe Nobody. I think he may have done a porno. Probably. I think he might have. We'll find out. Yeah, you fucking Wikipedia that shit. Hmm. I'll, uh, while you're looking that up, I shall just um, hit some people with some knowledge of our eight wankers of the world. Uh, for those of you not in the know, um, check out emeraldreprobates.com forward slash number eight W-O-T-W. That is eight wankers of the world. It's our list of people just... You know, wankers, basically. But up there, can't remember at what rank at the moment, but the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, was that? Well, Fred Phelps was the main yes. guy on it, and then he popped his clog, so we just upgraded it to the whole church. But those boys have been out protesting our little referendum. Or mm. so they thought. Yeah, because I want uh, the president to be 21. <laughs> yes, they were disgusted at the thoughts of a 21-year-old president. But, uh, yeah, no, they were out picking and protesting about the fact that uh, we'd had the, you know, the gay marriage referendum and it had passed. But, you know, in true dumb, book-burning, Bible-bashing fashion, they were actually picketing the Ivory Coast because they had our flag backwards. Fair enough. Instead of the old tricolor being green, white, and orange, it was orange, white, and green, which supposedly is it's the close Ivory enough. Coast. It's the same colours. Um, you had, a, in, in similar news, there is a church... Slightly less crazy than the Westboro Baptist Church, but it's the Open Door Baptist Church in South Carolina. Right. And uh, basically, more hate-mongering, you know what I mean? Complete homophobes, just fucking spouting bile and hate at anybody that'll listen. Uh, street preachers, they call themselves and stuff. But um, these dumb bastards in the miracle of modern technology and the World Wide Web being what it is, uh, forgot to renew their domain name registration oh, and on jumped somebody who knew what they were doing and now their their website was at warningsofrat.com and now you click on warningsofrat.com and it does not but redirect <laughs> you to a triple x hardcore gay <laughs> pornography site nice. called scaryfuckers.com <laughs> which apparently is full of some nasty shit <laughs> i didn't bother clicking on it to check out just how nasty this shit uh I'm talking ice picks down urethras oh. uh lads pounding one There's another stuff nobody wants to watch uh, yeah stuff that even the the gayest of gays would cringe at but yeah, I just thought it was great. It's like victory won for the, the, the more clever of the species. And you got these mm. fucking halfwits turning around and can't even re register their own domain name. Brilliant. But uh, what have we got on Screech? Uh, 2006, he released and directed his own sex tape, Screeched, Saved by the Smell. Whoa, Screeched. <laughs> fucking, I was never good at verbs and nouns and all, but he's making a, I believe, a noun of being Screeched. He's making you, stuff up. You got Screeched mm. on a verb. But he said on a interview on where are they now that it was a stunt double and not him that was in the tape he was just doing the, the bits with his face isn't there a name for that uh, it's lying no no the dude um, sometimes they'll use it for insert shots and stuff like that that it's not actually the guy they say it's a, it could be just another another shot or another take or something like that but that guy's not on set anymore or he's blown his load for the 50th time and he's gone and yeah uh, he's out for the count so um, that he there's, I think there is an end. They joked about it in Death Valley. Remember the, remember the episode where they end up on a porn set because there's a werewolf on the porn yes. set? They talk mm. about it on, at that, but I'm pretty sure there is a name for it. Mm. But anyway. Well, flicking through this thing, there's not too much screech. There's mostly two girls. Okay. You can have two a girls, letter. one prick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, I, I don't think I'll bother checking it out. Right, so. Do you have 92 million? Do I have 92 yes. million? And do you want to buy a 2,700 acre estate? Oh, Neverland. Yes. How big is it? 2,700 acres. Really? Mm. Oh, wow. It's a fairly decent size. That's a fucking small county. He bought it in 87 for 19 and a half million, million dollars or 17 
just under 18 million euro and it's now gone for 92. To be fair, for that sort of real estate, where is it? Uh, somewhere in California. Okay, I don't so know exactly. Yeah, right. It's in California. It's getting nice weather. That sort of real estate, hmm. 270 fucking acres, man. As a million don't sound so bad. Mansion, it's grounds, develop space for a carnival, a working steam train, a 50-seat cinema. I was going to say, didn't he have like a fucking fun fair or something in the grounds or in his house or something? Apparently. And uh, I did hear this on the radio that they, they mentioned a, a train station. Yeah, you got to drop off the kids somehow. But I guess if you're 270 acres, I mean, that, that's a fucking lot of land. It is. Yeah, you've got the, the, the barn that's out at acre number 270 with all the hog-tied children in it. <laughs> There's two lakes, a swimming pool, a basketball court, a tennis court, and 22 structures on the ground. Wow. There was a shed for at least one, of the, one kid. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. How many of those were kid sheds? Um, that's... Uh, 92 million though like I say for 270 acres with a fucking mansion on it in California yes. that doesn't sound outrageous no not when you see some of these houses just up in the Hollywood Hills and what they go for and they like you have immediate neighbours and stuff yes. like you see the odd maybe you see that TV show The Osbournes and they were always having murder with the yeah. lads next door and fucking shit over the hedge at each other and stuff yes. and they probably paid a pretty penny for that gaff Mm-hmm. although just, to be I'll fair I think if I had 92 money. million I don't think I'm buying Neverland it just I don't know well Michael Jackson's neighbours or people who work on the site reckon it's haunted by him please he, he moonwalking through the wall yeah. at you ooh, <laughs> ooh, 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 you're taking the dump <laughs> That's it, yeah. That's you want to hear at night. Chamo, motherfucker. There's no rattling chains. Yeah. Moonwalking with us. Just shamoning yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> a a <laughs> glittery glove floating around the hallway. <laughs> You're walking down this huge corridor and he's doing that thriller dance with his arms up either side coming at you. <laughs> yeah, and is Bubbles still alive? Or did, did, didn't he get Bubbles put down because uh, he bit him or something like that? I can't imagine Bubbles is alive. Like, how old the chimps live? He was a chimp, wasn't he? He was. I, I don't know. Like, he's not a normal chimp either. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he's, he's he's scarred with the memories and thoughts of screaming kids his yes. whole life. That'll that'll warp any animal. <laughs> and he's just happy it wasn't him. <laughs> That's it. He's just like, yeah, geez. Every time I see a kid coming in, I know I'm off for the night. That's why I'm forever blowing bubbles. Michael Jackson's favorite song. Um, I always loved that the Bow Selector skit with Michael Jackson. And he turns around and he's in bed and there's this board line beside him and he goes, uh, yeah, this is Bubbles here and there ain't a hair on her goddamn body. <laughs> <laughs> but she likes a banana. <laughs> he was looking, making that like Bubbles wasn't a monkey at all. But, um, 92 million. Uh, if I win the lot, I'll look into it. But other than that, I think nah. I'll pass. You can find somewhere that's not as creepy. Well, I, come on. You're not buying into some fucking ghost story, are you? Uh, no, no. Oh, you hesitated there. Do you Michael believe Jack- in ghosts? No. Michael, it's not Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's the sore-arsed kids running through the wall at you. Yeah. you got to imagine he's murdered. Yeah. you got to imagine he's murdered at least one. Yeah. I don't think he'd be that powerful and not go for it. Yeah, because, I mean, there's no, I don't think there's any denying that. I think a lot of stories... I don't, I don't doubt that there was a lot of just grabbers mm. on, kind of saw the, the paycheck. It's like the Cosby thing. Yeah. I don't doubt Cosby doing what he said he doing, but... To all them women that are all only coming out now, no, it definitely reeks of mm. I'll just bandwagon the yeah. shit out of this. That, that that night I went to see Bill Cosby and I got really drunk and I don't remember what happened. Yeah, I'm sure that's, Bill that's the night me. he done it, yeah. But mm. um, yeah, you got to think the same with Jackson like that. You know, there was definitely some clinger ons, but I definitely think no smoke without fire. No. You know, that's it. <laughs> right, so for me, Derek, it's goodbye. And for me, James, goodbye. <laughs> Jog on.